Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, they'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline. I write the How to Decorate blog. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Karen. I head up Ballard's branding team. We're We're your hosts. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of the show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at BallardDesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. And now, on with the show. Okay, ladies, should we do some trials and triumphs? Yes. Of course. Our favorite part of the day. <laughs> Taryn, how's your house going? Do you have we a, bunch, get to a long list? <laughs> <laughs> um, we, of course, and it will only, I mean, at some point you guys will be so bored of hearing about this. Um. Yeah. But right now we're still at the beginning. So um, we have a cleaned up lot and we're just waiting for them to take down the trees. There is nothing but a big old mud hole and um, some trees. So that's next. Have you all been going over there for Elliot to play in the dirt? Yes, he has loved it. Uh, last weekend, we just went two days in a row and brought chairs and lunch and no joke. Let, it was a beautiful weekend and literally just let him dig. And he was so happy. Yeah. That's so cute. That I is- brought magazines and a book and literally just sat there and read while he like <laughs> So it that was is good. amazing. Yes. And then, of course, like all the bulbs are coming up just because the time of year. And there were so many I forgot about that were like right near the hole because they were near the house and stuff. And so I was like out there digging with his play shovel. I, like, <laughs> I should take these bulbs with me. So now they're all sitting in like pots outside of my rental. We'll see if they survive. But I brought them because they're not going to survive there. <laughs> so, Taryn, you, you're about to have this baby. So, yes, I am. So uh, I'm leaving. I'm glad you're relaxing. This might be the last trials and triumphs we hear from you. Yeah. For a while. So you're not going to, you know, continue doing the podcast with a baby (laughs) in your lap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you guys really want, I'll be there. Mm. Um, No. So people will have to follow along with me on um, Instagram because I underscore. Yeah, read, tell them tell them the the handle the underscore Schwartz underscore House and a ton of people have followed, so I know that there are plenty of people <laughs> who have started to follow. And there's not much right now, but I'm hoping it will rev up. There'll be more to share soon, but right now we're still just a big old mud hole. But yes, I'm leaving, um, and I will miss you guys, and I'll miss all the good advice I need for my house. So I will be um, directing questions through you too. Yeah, so. you can just email the podcast. Yeah, you know the the email address. (laughs) Another one from Taryn. I need to change my name so you guys don't know. (laughs) It's Taryn and Sharon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) gonna start doing that today. Um, (laughs) And I was gonna tell you my other or like another triumph for me, guys, is my Ballard Designs bed, my new king bed, the Brie. Um, That was fast came super fast um and yeah i was not expecting it this soon and um so we are assembling our king bed and gonna live our best life here in this house it will fit in the rental house so um i have this big gorgeous bed it doesn't go with the walls (laughs) it's definitely (laughs) needs a room around it but we will have the bed so i'm really excited about that and we picked up some um you got the gold velvet 
we did the gold velvet and the backs channeled and we did the tall back and um, mm -hmm. and then i bought our so color linen our white belgian linen uh bedding mm -hmm. So now I'm looking for a good long lumbar. So if any of you see anything, let me know. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty excited. Etsy. I looked on Etsy. I haven't seen anything yet. But if you see anything, guys, let me know. That I'm would go with that, that nice gold. I'm surprised you don't sew, Taryn. Um, I can. Mm -hmm. So we'll go, we'll, uh, or if you see, she needs one more thing on her to-do list right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of, I don't know where my sewing machine is. But. Mm -hmm. So here's you the know. thing. I have many times on Etsy, you can just message the people. Like if they, if you see a fabric on whatever, you know, they have like all those designer pillow mm -hmm. yeah. shops. And if, if you see a fabric that you like, message them and they'll make a custom order for you. So you can say it's like, I want, Caroline. Mm -hmm. they're oh, very responsive. People on Etsy are very responsive. Yeah. And I mean, that way you can get whatever size you want, but you can get like all designer fabrics. And mm -hmm. I mean, if that's what you want, I don't know what you want, but anywho. So yeah, just oh, message them and they'll make a custom order for whatever size you need. Fantastic. Well, thank you for that tidbit. So yeah, I'm kind of doing my bed. That's my only fun, like, thing I'm decorating right now. So I figured I'd tell y'all. Um, other than that, we're just in a holding pattern on a on a house. So those were mine. And I'm going to have a baby soon. So we're, I'll be sleepy and be right here <laughs> in my house. Okay. Well, well yeah, I, I, got, you. I got something new. <gasps> Ooh. Mm -hmm. Are you pregnant too? <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> um, no, I'm not pregnant. I wouldn't mind a grandkid, but no, I'm not pregnant. Mm. Um, <laughs> Robin. Yeah, exactly. Robin, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Um, so I, oh, I got a new sofa for my family room. Mine did not come quickly. Mine, you know, we talked from? from Ballard, of course. <laughs> Okay. Um, but you know, supply chain has just been, it's been tough right. for, you know, and all of our upholstery is made here in the U S. Um, and mine happens to be made at a different factory than Terrence. I know where Terrence was made and where mine was made and they're, you know, two different, um, companies and mine was, oof, it was eight weeks later than it was supposed to be. And, oh, you know, when your lead time's already, I don't know, yeah, six eight weeks, I mean, luckily it wasn't. Uh, an emergency. You know what I mean? I already had a sofa and it was just an old sofa that I was replacing. So it was totally fine. But I love my new sofa. It's a oh, sectional mm -hmm. and it's so comfortable. It's called the Westwood. It's and good it's, looking. Yeah, it's really good looking. And I got some performance fabric on it mm. um, that looks sort of like a wide whale corduroy, which sounds like it might be gross, but it's not. It's very cute. Ooh, uh, oh, I think I saw that fabric in the store. I'm wondering yeah, how, that, how that fabric will mm -hmm. look to I'm hoping it does great, but um, I haven't spilled anything on it yet. So, but it's, it's really good. I, I love it. The whole family loved it. We watched um, a show last night called Ted Lasso. And if you all are not watching this right now, mm -mm. you need to watch it. It is the cutest, sweetest show. And every single person in my family loves it. So we all climbed Ted onto Lasso. the sofa last night and watched it together. Yes. Ted Lasso, L-A-S-S-O. Highly recommend it. You'll all love it. All right. Those well, were good. I need, I need a new show, actually. We just, I was just finishing last night my show that Will and I have been watching. It's called Lupi, Lup, Lupin. I don't know. It's French. Lupin? It has subtitles. Well, 
Yeah, but it's a French show, so I don't know. But L-U-P-I-N. Anyways, um, I highly recommend. Everyone should go watch. It's about this um, guy who, like, is basically, like, a... I guess he's kind of a thief, but it's sort of sort of one of those things where I heard it's kind of Ocean's Eleven. Yes, kind of Ocean's Eleven. It's sort of like or like a Dexter where the main character is like sort of doing questionable things, but he's the protagonist, so you're like rooting for him anyways. And then the guy he's like, you know, (laughs) after is really horrible. So even though he's being Mm -hmm. swindled, you're like, eh, you deserve it. That's one of those. But only if you like subtitles. I personally am weird and watch all shows with subtitles, regardless of their what? language. Yeah. Shut up. And mm-hmm. Will married you? Ooh. He's gotten into it, actually. <laughs> Anyways, oh. yeah. So, so it really didn't bother me. But if, if it would bother you, then maybe skip that one. That's hilarious. That's Anyways. really telling of you. Mm-hmm. Wait. So, Karen, was that your trial and triumph? That was both? I, you know, my only trial is that my son... My 27-year-old is moving back to New York. He's been here six mm-hmm. months, and now he's all healed and heading back, and I'm sad. He and his mm-hmm. grandfather have been here for six months. Uh, that's the mysterious Robin we were referring to earlier. Um, <laughs> so they are moving back, and I'm sad. So I'll be all that empty. Is sad. Aww. What a time well, to I move back for you. <laughs> <laughs> Or a dog? Do you want a dog? I have that I too. No, I don't want anything. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <so. laughs> well, yeah. Well, Jacob's still home. The, He's in college. The, oh, he went back to school. Okay, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're back to your empty nest. Yes. Uh huh. I am. So now I'll be wanting to sell the house again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Come back and forth. Maybe with things how things are going, you don't don't quite do that. Yeah, just we'll yet. wait. We'll wait a minute. <laughs> well. Well, what do you have? Yeah. So my try-up, so I mentioned to y'all last week, we're sort of rejudging our den. And Will wanted a bigger TV, so we had to rebuild our mantle. And, of course, with our previous setup, the walls were black and all of our cords were black. So we could kind of, like, strategically Mm-hmm. sort yeah. of hide the cords. It was still sort of a mess. Karen would have hated it, mm-hmm. but it, it was fine. It didn't bother me at the time. <laughs> but on the mauve walls, it was a mm-hmm. lot more noticeable. So I'm going to tell y'all the very elaborate system that I came up with. Because, because we have it's brick, on a brick wall, It's right? on brick. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's on brick. So you can't drill a lot um, of holes in it and yeah. yeah, Maybe there's a way that someone could have done it, but uh, it no. So... What I I did a little internet digging and I found out this thing called an IR repeater. And essentially what it is, is it is almost like a mirror to where you put a little like, I don't know, signal on your television and then you run a cord and then you can basically like reflect that signal into like behind a door, behind a drawer so that you can stick your DVR, whatever components you have behind a cabinet door or behind a drawer and you don't have to see them, but your remote still works. Is this making Uh sense? Uh Yes. So we did that and I drilled, I drilled a hole. I was very nervous about it, but I drilled a hole in the back of my, I have this antique bow front chest that my grandparents got in England and like shipped back here. Uh And it was in my grandparents, my grandmother's bedroom all growing up and always, anyways, very Uh sentimental. And it's, it's 
next to our television. Anyways, I got bold, drilled a hole in it, and then fished all of my wires through the back. Mm-hmm. So all of my my like internet modem, everything is oh, in a drawer. I'm so proud of you. I am very proud. Anyways, That's very so, interesting. Tell me the name of yeah. the device again. I are like I like Iris are like Ralph. Ralph, Robin, <laughs> repeater. Okay. So, yeah. And it's worked good so far. It's and how much so does an IR repeater cost? Like, was it like 30 to $50? Oh, okay. Very reasonable. Yes. yes. Especially to hide cords. That's yes. like free. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and then I, but of course, you know, there's also like a surge protector that has all the stuff. I put that in there too. I'll try to take a picture and I'll post it on my Instagram Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see it, but it's all behind a drawer and it's very neat and I'm very pleased with it. Right. So that was my, that was my, um, triumph. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I got to tell y'all something really dumb. Mm-hmm. So about this, t- <laughs> about this time last year, I was sort of going on about my curtains in my living room that I had the acrylic hardware. I kind of finagled it and mm-hmm. I was u- reusing curtain panels from our old house that I had hemmed at my dry cleaner. I stitched two panels, 200 width panels together to make 200 width, four 200 width panels. And then I added trim to them. Yep. Yes. So I was just sitting around here the last 10 months looking at my windows and thinking, you know, those really just do not look very full. Like, I can't believe that's 200 width panels. And I got out my measuring tape it was not 200 width panels. It was one 100 width panel. So I don't know what happened to those four extra panels that I took to the dry cleaner, but they're not on my curtains. <laughs> so I don't know why it took I me mean, basically a year to figure this out, but. Which means you're I'm, never finding those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, anyway, so this is this is the important thing. What did you say? This is why you need to use your tape measure. No, um, I disagree. Never use a tape measure. I hate them. <laughs> anyway, so that was, I'm like, okay, well, they're all up. They're done. It's not worth, you know. No, it's not worth uh, redoing it. But, but can't let perfect can you believe that? Done. that was so dumb of me. I would be, I would also be angry at myself. Because <laughs> I just didn't even, once I got him home, I just put him up and I didn't even really. Right. Pay much attention. So, that yeah, so that's my that's my trial. <laughs> but they still look good. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. That that's all. Well, I think. let's get to the the expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get to our guest. Let's do it. Okay, so our guest today is Lindsay Adapadu of LAB Interiors, and she's an interior designer in Boston, Massachusetts, and her spaces incorporate traditional elements in a clean, edited way. And we are so thrilled to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, I was loving going through your Instagram and your site because I feel like Boston is just the, it seems like it would be the mecca of traditional design. Like you have so much old architecture. And so you have beautiful traditional elements, but you always combine them in such a um, 
as I said in the introduction, a clean edited way. And it feels, you know, very fresh and modern, even though you're using a chintz and, you know, a lot of traditional shapes. So um, is that, are you just a traditional at, traditionalist at heart or is Boston sort of your guiding Touchdown. Um, yes. I, think, I think both. Yeah. Growing up, my dad was um, a general contractor. And so he was always around building houses. Um, and he was known for building like really great detailed houses that are good quality. And that was kind of instilled in me my whole life. Like I think my grandfather said, buy the best thing that you can buy the first time, cry once, and you'll have it for life. And I've kind of... Um, I like to use that mentality when I'm talking to my clients about purchasing furniture and keeping traditional elements in the house. Um, I really love the architecture in Boston and I love um, using that as a design element. And a lot of the, a lot of the places that I'm doing are also condos, so they don't have those elements. So Mm. I always like to like bring Mm. them back in where it's like bigger mold work or trim or using a chintz if we can't do anything with, with um, the actual bones of the piece. But yeah, I think, I mean, it's totally a traditionalist thing. Like I grew up going to like antique, um, what are they called? Auctions. And mm-hmm. like, that's how like my parents would get furniture. And so like, that is like my favorite pastime ever is to go like poke through an antique store, go to a secondhand shop, like go to an estate sale just to find those like pieces and incorporate them. Whether it's like, mm-hmm. I just did a gym, um, a new gym project. It was in a basement and I found like a, a set of old wooden, um, like barbell things like hand weights and I was like we have to put this on a shelf in um in your in your um, gym it was like the coolest thing to find so just like little little things like that which like incorporate like a story it makes the space lived in um it's not just like a box I need like the details I have a question here I have to interrupt (laughs) how does one decorate a gym I have a gym and it is not decorated like what am I that's really I mean, we did like, instead of doing like a whole wall of mirrors, we actually like paneled the mirrors. Um, we did, I mean, and then it's just kind of, I mean, I don't know if you can really decorate a gym. We put some shelves up and some like magazine holders and on top of the shelves, that's where I put the, like the barbells. I mean, that was, I think that's kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of the extent of decorating a gym, whether it's a paint color or oh, we did a fun light fixture. Um, Is it a personal gym or? No, a- I wish it was. Okay. No, <laughs> it was for a client. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's for a home, though. It's not a. Oh yes, a, yes, yes. Like yeah. a home gym. Gym. Okay. No, no, no. It was a home gym in their basement. They renovated the basement, um, and they put it in a gym in the basement. Yeah. So, as as much as you can decorate, we did. Mm-hmm. You have. A, I feel like one of your <laughs> other projects on your site is a basement. And correct me if I'm um, wrong. Yeah, it was part of that. Okay. So yeah. I was. I just thought it was because when I think of basements. And you can tell this basement, it didn't have a lot of windows. It's a right. basement, yeah. but it feels so great. It's so light. And so, I don't know, um, livable, light and livable. Yeah. Um, how did you take a space <laughs> that generally people feel like is sort of the, the, the you know, the redheaded stepchild, the off cast right. <laughs> to all yes. of you redheaded stepchildren, I, I apologize. Um, but how do you make that feel like it's really <laughs> a thought, well thought out area? Well, well, I guess you think it out. Right. Yeah. You think it out and work it out. To start, it had high ceilings, which really worked in our favor. Mm. Um, I feel like that was like the number one factor. Um, and then just adding, like, we did wood floors. Well, not wood floors. We did like the, not vinyl, but you know, the not really wood, but it looks like wood floors mm-hmm. to make it homey. Um, we did the same traditional mm-hmm. things that we would do upstairs in a kitchen. We did the insect cabinetry. Um, they wanted a theater. So that was like a huge thing. Um, 
And mm-hmm. it was just kind of working with the contractor and like, okay, we need to do molding here. We'll do, we'll match the molding upstairs. We'll make it like part of the living space, not necessarily like just go play down in the basement kids type mm-hmm. of thing. Like it needs to be an extension of the house. Um, so did this, um, did this basement, was it, were, how old were the kids? Like, did you need to work? Was, cause there were, there were some spaces that sort of looked like a playroom, yes. but it wasn't like you just said. No, it, it was an like- updated playroom. They're older kids. They were, I think in like third grade okay. and then sixth grade. But one of the requirements from the mom was they're learning um, the world's countries. So can we do a big map? And so we found that one, the one that's on the website, we found it, I think it's on my Instagram too. Yeah. yeah really it was cute. from Instagram. Um, I mean, not Instagram, Etsy, sorry. <laughs> and, um, we just put it on the wall just so that they could learn. She wanted to incorporate that. But yeah, it's um, when they had like the swinging chair, she wanted the wow factor. So it was really mm-hmm. fun to work on. Um, it was supposed to have a slide going from the first floor to the second floor, but that got, um, that got, that got cut <laughs> when you find out how much it costs. Yeah. It is yeah. a base. I imagine the budget. Yeah. So we did the hanging, yeah. the hanging swing, the hanging chair, which was really fun. But yeah, I wow. think Treating a basement um, like an extension of the house is the best way to do it. It's just to keep carry those elements from upstairs to downstairs. Just don't take all your you know offcasts yeah. and stick them down there. Right, and exactly. All the living space. Right. Yeah, it'll end up feeling like a dorm room. Well, if it's not comfortable, you're not going to go down there. And if you're not going to go down right, there, exactly. what's the point? Yeah. Well, what if you're just going to push um, your kids down there? You know what I mean? What if you're just like y'all? You, you know, you're all mid teens and you're going to be down there ruining it for six years. Should you just put your junk down there or what? Practically speaking, <laughs> I think to start with if that's what you have, then then go with it. Um, but it's nice if you can start fresh. But I know sometimes people are like I'd hate this family room sofa. Let's get rid of it and put it in the basement. But we can mm-hmm. totally up, you can update it. You can freshen it up with a throw blanket, some new throw pillows, a new coffee table. Um, there's ways to mm-hmm. freshen up. I think the bones of a basement are always good. Like having um, actual walls and a ceiling help. Um, you know, yeah. yeah, a basement is the often the place for offcasts, and I get that. So if you can <laughs> update, yes. And it goes back to, you know, those traditional things. If you don't love something, don't keep it. Get rid of it. So smart. That's so mm-hmm. true, Lindsay. Why do we hold on to things we hate? I know. I'm if telling you hate it upstairs, you're going to hate it downstairs. Right. Yes. Get rid of it. Yeah. Just put it on Craigslist. Yeah. Put it on the curb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that goes back to, because you were saying, you know, and we, we talked about this a few times, and Carolyn's dad has the same motto of, you know, I can, I can afford the best once. Yeah. Is that right, Caroline? Am I quoting him right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Does your dad yeah. know we quote him? I think it's okay. Anyway, yeah. Our dads not, must be the same age because be fine with same, my dad's the same thing. <laughs> cry once. Right. Cry yeah. once. So, how, but if I'm doing a whole home, how do I afford that? Do I do it in pieces or do I do like you're saying shop vintage or how do I do it? I think it's a combination of everything. I think that I don't think that you should furnish a home overnight. I mean, unless you have the means, by all means, go for it. And that's mm-hmm. why. You have jobs. I have, I have a job. Um, but if, if you're doing it uh, on your own, yeah, do it. Make it layered. Don't do it all at once. Don't go to IKEA and purchase something just to fill a space because you'll be spending the next ten years trying to get rid of it. Mm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it takes some time and it takes some finesse. But I think if you can do it, like Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, um, less expensive pieces, but that are good quality, that will last and stand the test of time with kids, with growing up. It pays off in the end. So a hole is better than something mediocre. Just leave a hole in your home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't just, I mean, yeah, buy something you love. Mm -hmm. Um, and then your, your home will be that, that layered look. And I understand people like, I just need to get this finished. I just need to get this finished. And when I say that, it's like, all right, go find Mm -hmm. a piece of art and hang it. 
Like that, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like dating a guy you don't well, like do you, just because you want a boyfriend. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. It's better yeah, to be it. alone. <laughs> yes. Spend the money and, and, and time on those good pieces. Like buy a Persian rug mm-hmm. that will last forever. And um, you can use oh. it in like any room in any house that you move and it will, um, it will always look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you, do you prefer to go like in your own house? Do you do one room at a time or do you kind of buy something for here that you like, that you love, that's good quality or something here? Like, how do you suggest you go about that? Because I feel like if you just do one room and you finish it, even if, you know, you're still doing it over time. I'm my own, I'm my own worst client. (laughs) (laughs) Calling my other design friends, be like, "What do I do in this space?" No, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it's hard in your own home. I think it's, it's so hard. much harder. Yeah, it is hard on your own home. Yeah. Um, I think I like doing it in like layers. Like if you find like I'm always perusing mm-hmm. like antique stores or secondhand stores or even furniture lines that I represent and sell to clients. I'm always seeing what like what piece I like and what I can put somewhere. Um, I mean. We live in an apartment right now in Boston or in, in Brookline outside of Boston. And um, I was just telling my husband, I was like, we actually should like, we're actually looking to move and like furnishing a new house is like kind of stressing me out. And he's like, this is your job. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I probably shouldn't admit that. Maybe we should delete that part. But no. um, <laughs> he's like, it's, he's like, it's, yeah. it's hard for you to do this. And I was like, you know, it's hard to like, to think as a whole, when it's not somebody like I can do it for a client all day long. It's like, it's, it's fun. And I love what I do. Then when I turn to my house, it's like, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, your house must be so pretty. And it's like, it's it's getting there. I mean, I know, I know where to go and I know where to shop and I know the trades and that's what makes it easier. But that also, I think Mm -hmm. kind of makes it hard because there's so many options available to you. And that's what I find like narrowing down what I want when I know that, you know, oh my gosh, there's so many great, beautiful things. Clients might not, not know about all those. So you can be like, uh, here's what's going to work for you. Right. It's, I like starting with a client too. I start with, I usually like to start with a, a, like a fabric, a really pretty fabric. Um, and then that kind of, it kind of falls into place in my head and then just kind of trying mm-hmm. to like work it out with the client and be like, trust me, this will look really good. Um, whereas if I'm my own client, it's a little different. <laughs> you, you haven't found your fabric yeah. that you're yeah. in love with. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> there's just too many. Well, there's constantly yeah. new stuff coming out too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you there's... find something that you're really going to love for a long time? I know. Mm-hmm. You're a mom of three and it sounds like do, do most of your clients have kids? Are you mostly helping yes, families? a lot of my clients have children. They're like me. I've met them either through Instagram or my kids' friends at school, being in the neighborhood. Um, yes, a lot of them are, I think actually all of them are, are families. Where should... Um, families, people, you know, families decorating their houses and they have young kids, where should they splurge and where are places to kind of not invest their dollars because of those young kids? Or, or does they're not, you should kind of just, like we said, wait and buy the best of everything um, or train them. Yeah. Tra- well, I mean, I know kids are kids. You can destroy a room with a granola bar. Um, but I think good upholstery. I mean, I always like to use um, performance fabrics, um, whether it's like a revolution mm-hmm. or inside out or umbrella fabric. Um, those are always my go-to. Um, and I have also really come to love my little, and this is not sponsored, but if they want to sponsor me, the little Bissell clean, green clean. You guys know what those are? Is um, it a handheld thing? No. Yeah. It's like a handheld steam cleaner. Um, All right, I, that up. I, I whip that out a lot just to clean like our, our sofa or if there's a stain on the rug. I use that 
all the time. Um, I think if you buy the right pieces, like a wool rug, good um, upholstery. Um, I know people, the last thing that people always spend their money on is drapery because it's the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I often tell clients it's like the mascara of a room, whereas if you don't have it on, you notice something is off. Whereas mm-hmm. if you put it on, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. So I always say you can have like a less expensive yeah. coffee table or side tables. Um, but if you have the right drapery, it totally elevates the whole space. And it mm-hmm. is an investment. People right. are always like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that's what you spent on drapery. I'm like, but listen, this is an investment. It makes the difference in a room. It really does. They're expensive. It's so much fabric. You know, just it's so, so people know it's so much fabric and textiles are expensive. And then if you get custom, you know, that handwork of the person, yes. you know, pattern matching and making sure it, you know, it hangs without puckering and, oh my gosh, it's, it's, the you know, hardware, works hard, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not inexpensive, but it is, it's, to, that's, I feel like that's the one thing that you, that's often left to not splurge on, but I feel like you should splurge on it because you can get away with mm-hmm. less expensive pieces if you have good that's just my opinion. Good drapery. It makes it, it makes a big yeah. difference. Well, it's yeah. hard for kids to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the yeah. wall. So I feel that way about lighting. Yes. Oh, lighting. Yeah. I'm like, how are you going to mess with it? I mean, unless it. you're like throwing a ball yeah. in the house. Right. Oh yeah. Unless you swing yeah. from it. But yeah, lighting. Yeah. <laughs> light, I mean, I guess there's an argument for all pieces in this space. That's why I'm a designer, but um, yeah, that's a, I think, yeah, upholstery and drapery is one place that is, is a good place to splurge. I can see coffee tables okay, I'm gonna need- getting beat up. Yeah. You know, but there's also and- easy thing, easier things to switch out when your styles change. Yes. Um, or if that's mm-hmm. like, you're like, I need to update this room. It's like, okay, well, let's, let's see what this does. Yeah. And switching out. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes against the whole like buy once and keep it nice, but that's that's an easier thing to switch up, right? But you can't. I mean, and yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to fit stuff yeah, into your yeah, budget. Yeah, when you, when you take when you your budget, yeah. And, yeah, that's one of the yeah. I yeah. say like side tables for sofa, coffee table, um, lamps. You can tell the difference between cheap lamps and, and good lamps. So I'd say go middle of the road on a good lamp. Um, Ballard has some really great lamp choices, and you know the not plugging, but the new pleated lampshades that you guys are doing, <laughs> literally. I mean, like the best. They're yeah. so good because pleated lampshades are ridiculously yeah. expensive. And so, I mean, actually, I think I'm like, I think I have one in my cart to purchase for my own home because I really, <laughs> really I think that they're so great. And that's like, I love that it's available to everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not sponsored. <laughs> that's not sponsored. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Thanks. Well, you know what? The, you know, we, we have been we have been seeing them for so long in designer spaces. They've really they're kind of one of those traditional elements that you weren't seeing for a long time, and they've really kind of researched. I feel like um, Ushak and Persian rugs are kind of that way. Like red rugs were sort of you weren't seeing that a lot, and now they're kind of you know coming back. It goes around, comes around, coming yeah, back so. exactly. Yes, it's yeah, all yeah. coming back. Okay, well, just as a side note, we're going to need that Bissell link i'm gonna need to it's, see that link. it's on yeah and, you can get it then, i think walmart has a good price for it it's like yeah they're it's the best i yeah i feel like i it's need one of those with a yeah it cleans a lot quick speaking of those um those elements that are kind of coming back i did notice you have this gorgeous i think that you recently installed this gorgeous walnut desk and so i gotta know what is your take on brown furniture i love brown furniture um, I love it, but you know, I really love painted furniture too. So I like a mix of both. And I think, um, mm-hmm. 
growing up, I had my parents really loved cherry. And I think that's the one wood that's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's just a little red. <laughs> um, but a good like walnut or oak or maple piece, I think is like, it's classic. And you know, kids can't chip it and destroy it. And like, it goes back to, mm-hmm. yes, I have a lot of family clients and it, it, it stands the test of time. Um, that walnut desk mm-hmm. was in a den area that... Um, Actually, we started planning before a pandemic and before lockdown. So it was like literally the perfect timing. Um, they wanted to, t- to create this den. It was an extra room. It was just, it wasn't serving any purpose in their house. And they're like, listen, we work from home sometimes. We also want a place to go read. There'll be no TV in the room. Um, just a place to like maybe do a board game or a puzzle on a coffee table, just a family hangout, but also so that I can shut the door and work during the day if I needed to. So we kind of incorporated, mm-hmm. there's a, um, the sofa is a pullout sofa. We did the custom walnut desk, which actually when, when I, when designers say custom, people always like cringe and like, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. And it really isn't. If you, if you hire the right designer or if you know the right places to go, um, even if you work with pieces like, um, things that you could build on your own, like put together and you do it at custom dimensions, like it, it, it works so much better in this space. So we drew this out, um, mm-hmm. And we had a, a local um, cabinet maker make it, and it turned out like way better than I could have ever imagined. It looks so good in the space. It, it's for two people to sit down and work. So, like if if the mom or dad are working, one of the kids can work as well, or both parents can work as long as they're not like on phone calls. Um, and it just fits the <laughs> space so nicely, and it looks it looks so good. And it was provided extra storage for them, um, a good place to work from home, and it was like literally right before lockdown. So it could not have been better timing. Like because I feel like everyone's turning their extra room into an office now. It's mm-hmm. like where can we find a space to yeah. throw a desk in a house? And that's like the new the new. Every, I've had a lot of calls being like, we need to find a place to put a desk. <laughs> it's like you and everybody else. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, can you even yeah, get yeah, desks? Exactly. They're sold out. <laughs> right. Desks, bikes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, I was curious about the walnut um, finish and just wondering if if that was something that you really pushed for or if that was something that the client asked I for. I really pushed for the walnut. I said, let's let's try to bring a warm element into the house. So this is a, um, a building um, outside of Boston and it was um, a gut renovation. So it had... It had some design, like some architectural elements, but not many. So we were kind of trying to bring some back in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was one of the elements. I'm like, instead of just doing a freestanding desk, let's do something really over the top. I was like, this will be your big budget piece. I was like, but it will be worth it in the end. Um, It provides extra storage. It fits the space perfectly. And it's the wow piece in the room. Um, And they were like, we don't regret one second spending one penny on this because it's been so worth it and it's beautiful. And yeah, the natural finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love, I I do. I love a piece of brown furniture. I think it, and it's, people are always like, let's get rid of it, but it brings some warmth to a space and it brings the space Mm -hmm. like some visual interest. You can't just walk into a room and have all painted furnitures with gray walls, which I know I'm, I'll probably get like messages being like, what's wrong with gray walls? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you, need, you need some brown in there to like ground the space and bring some warmth. Yeah. It does add yeah. that layer. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's hard to describe what it does, but it really does something. Yes. And the walnut just, well, yeah, balance. the balance. The walnut just had like really great, um, what do they call it in wood? Like the the lines, like just good. Like the grain. <laughs> God, my brain. Grain. <laughs> the grain is like, it just is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of um, kids' rooms? Yeah, we are doing a, a few kids' rooms right now. And I like, 
I love kids' rooms. I think that they're fun. And I like the kids' rooms. People are always like, should I get like toddler furniture? Should I get like furniture for little kids? And I'm like, no, you got to get furniture to grow with, with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that a space? Like where in, where in that room do you splurge and where do you? Um, oh gosh. Um, I think, I think it's a dresser. <laughs> Save your yeah. Because a good dresser can go with any um, any design that the kids mm-hmm. choose. They're like one day they're like, I want a decal on the wall. The next day they're like, I want nothing in the room. Mm-hmm. But I think a good dresser and like maybe pretty lighting mm-hmm. that can stand the test of time when they grow up. Um, and cheap dressers are yeah. the worst because yeah. d- things that move and people have to move them every day. Yes. If it's not well made, it's going to fall apart. And exactly. drawers that are ill constructed. Um, that's why dressers are expensive is because they're full of drawers and drawers right. are hard to make and they take a lot of energy and effort and handwork, and blah, 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 blah. And so when you have a side mm-hmm. table that has a drawer, it's going to cost more than a side table that has no drawer. Yes. And a dresser has, you know, eight. Um, and so they're naturally expensive. Eight yeah, drawers. Eight yeah. drawers. And so um, that might be, a, you know, like a great opportunity to go get something that's vintage or like you're saying, especially for Mm -hmm. a kid's room, you know, and paint it or find an old brown one that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you want your kids to put their clothes away, right? So they got to like it too, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That'll land, that'll, that'll last them from like age five or even younger to teenage years. Oh my gosh, y'all, I have, I still have and love the dresser that I bought when we redecorated my room when I was in eighth grade and it's still, it's in our guest room right now. It's still, okay. still yeah. it's great. Still works. All the dressers are perfect. So you can, you can have it for you a can. long it's time. It's also one of those pieces when your kids go to college or they, they leave and they have their first apartment. You can be like, well, you can take your childhood bedroom furniture. I mean, not that parents want to give that away, but like it could be their first starter piece. So sure. it's like, again, yeah. going back to the first thing and best invest in the nice pieces and then they'll be able to take it with them. Yeah. Well, and it's also one of those pieces yeah. that, you know, doesn't have to, to live in a bedroom forever. You could pull that out into a living room or, you know, maybe it becomes a bar in a dining room or exactly. it holds all your linens or, you know, it, it, if you think of them, you know, just outside the box a little bit, that, that could have a lot of life to, it could be a media stand. I think a dresser is a perfect piece of furniture that can go in multiple spaces. So yeah, it's a good place mm-hmm. to invest in, in any room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I also noticed your love of chintz. You, you have a lot of floral fabrics and I love, I, by the way, just as a side note, I really love um, the little flat lays you do on your Instagram. Oh, I think they're so pretty. The little uh, pin oh, boards. Yeah. You know, it, sometimes I'm sitting at my desk and I have a ton of computer work to do. And I'm like, I just want to play with pretty things. Like even if it's not for a client, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just, you got to like, it, and it also keeps me creative and keeps me moving. So like the next time I have a client, it's like, I really want this. And I'm like, well, I just put this together. What do you think? And they're like, yep, that's it. So yeah. You gotta stay creative, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it it um, are there? Wh- how? What are your favorite ways to use a really traditional fabric like a chintz? Chintz? Do you do it on a drapery? Do you do it on a pillow? I think, yeah, like, I think it could be. What's the best? I think it could be in any application, but um, I think I like it on pillows, um, or like an if you do, we're doing an ottoman, um, or a side chair, something. Um, understated. I think if you did it on a, a sofa, that would be really cool. But a lot of clients are, and people are like, oh my gosh, that's way too much. So just like hints, hints there, mm-hmm. hints here and there. I have a, um, 
a new client I was talking to yesterday and she's like, I really love that you have like a lot of old traditional things, but you're bringing some new like modern fun things into it. And I was like, that's exactly it. I was like, we were talking about designing her room. I was like, I really want to, I see your room being like a grandma's room that's updated, but then has like a fun element, like a table with like bird feet in the corner. And she's like, yes, that's it. And I was like, I was like, you're like the best client. I was like, you literally just saw my vision and we're going to make it come to life, which is like the best part. I was like, yeah, like, you know, like the chintz pillows, the chintz um, side chair, something big and floral. She's like, but then like little modern touches in there. Like maybe like we have a piece of furniture that isn't so traditional. And then I was like, yeah, and then something fun, like the bird feet. She's like, yes. Something to make someone question about the space is always fun. Well, you have to add in something unexpected, you know, especially I think if you're working with so many traditional elements. That's such a good way of putting it, something unexpected, something to draw someone into a space. You know, no, I don't have like balloon shades with chintz or like, (laughs) um, I mean, I would love to channel, um, um, it's not Bunny Williams. Who's the, I'm blanking. She has that. Miles Red? Miles Red. Yeah. He he likes a balance and a swag. Yeah, or who did that hotel down south that has all the chintz? It's the um, oh yeah, Dorothy Draper. Dorothy Draper. Yeah, yes, Dorothy Draper. Yeah, no, my portfolio is yeah. not like that. But I mean, it, it, I mean, <laughs> I like to channel pieces of that, which I think are so fun. Well, let's talk about color. I've been I've been thinking a lot recently about um, blue and white, and I've just been seeing a lot more warm colors. Um, you know, pinks and reds and ochres and oranges and yellows out there. And I'm wondering if you're seeing that too, or if you feel like blue and white is like it's here to stay. It's not going yeah, anywhere. I mean, blue and white is pretty. I think it's here to stay. But I think adding those warm colors into it, like the burnt mustards and that, like that. Um, cinnamon color. I think those are like, Mm -hmm. I think they seem to be trendy right now. And I always like try to veer away from trends, but I think it's also not trendy. I think if you go back and you look at like Mm -hmm. the history books and pulling out some of my old books from school, um, it's like, it's, that's always been used. Same with like mustard and avocado. People are like, oh my gosh, that's the seventies. And it's like, no, if you use it in the right way, it's totally, it totally can be updated. And I think those warm colors are, um, I think that they have been, popular and I think they'll always be popular. It just depends on the application. I mean, some people like right now, gray seems to still be having that trend and gray is a classic color. Don't get me wrong. I do love gray. I just, when you go in and like, I want a gray couch and I want a gray walls and I want a gray rug and I want, and I'm like, like, we need some warmth. We need to add some depth into this space, which is where those warm colors come in. And I'll definitely add like a blue and white um, pottery piece or something in there. That's, I mean, that's, that's definitely here to stay, but you got to yeah, like add the wood tones, <laughs> add the warmth. You got to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just loving some of the, um, I felt like some of the fabrics, there was one that I just thought was so gorgeous. It was that cinnamon yeah, color. I well, and I, and I actually, I, I feel like cinnamon, it's just in the same way that blue and white is classic because it's like spring, sky, earthy. So is that cinnamon color. It's like the perfect, I imagine it's like the perfect Boston fall leaf It is, color. but you can also make it like, you could bring any color to complement it. You could do it with a light blue. You could mm-hmm. do it with other warm colors. Like it's, I think it, it, it it's classic. It goes with a lot of things. All right. Well, should we do a question? Our decorating dilemma? Yes. Hello there. 
When you have a table behind a sofa with cute matching lamps, where do the cords go when you don't have an outlet right there in the ground? The house we are moving into has a large peninsula with four small straight pendant lights. I would like to update the pendants at the very least to a clear, not frosted glass. Should I try to decrease the number of pendants and use two larger pendants instead? See attached photo. This is the furniture of the current owner. I am planning to buy all new furniture for the first time for my living room, which is extremely exciting but I'm also nervous. Do Ballard's slip-covered furniture hold their shape or would you recommend upholstered since there's performance fabric now anyway? I have three messy kids, but I'm hoping they'll mostly use the TV room. Thank you for your time. I always look forward to your podcast, Jamie. Oh, thanks, Jamie. And so it does have four pendants over it because there are sort of three pieces to the top. It comes, it turns, mm-hmm. it turns again. Um, and she looks like she's got four, four or five stools sitting at that. And then um, in her family room, she, you know, it's just, she's got a few room for a few sofas. And so I guess her questions are how many pendants should I go mm-hmm. upholstered or not? And then how do you plug in lamps where I don't have an outlet? All right, Lindsay, take it away. Take it away. Yeah, you start. Um, okay, let's start with the pendants. I always like to work in odd numbers. Um, so I would try four just seems like a lot in this situation. Well, um, it seems like a lot coming from the ceiling. I would try to pare it down to either two or three. Um, I can't really see how the, the peninsula goes back and like in real life. So I would have her like mark it out probably on the ceiling with like painter's tape. I always like painter's tape as a trick um, to try two or three <laughs> and yeah, larger ones. The cords for behind the sofa with the, with the sofa table. That's a tough one. You got to have the outlets in the ground. You can't have cords, especially with kids running from the wall out to a table. Um, so like if you have a, an outlet close enough when the, where the rug ends um, and, mm-hmm. and doing one, of, they make those flat ones now though. They make the flat ones. So those, those can go to totally go under the rugs. Um, it just kind of depends on where your outlet is on the outside of the space. But you could have an electrician. Um, I don't know what her basement looks like if he wants to go downstairs and see if he can run a cord. Um, easily and like drill up. Um, otherwise, I would say forgo the lamps behind the sofa table and just do um, one like on an end table closest to where the outlet is. And you can do a really pretty um, like a sofa, like a, sorry, a floor lamp um, or even like a pretty lamp closer mm-hmm. over. I see there's a window over there, like doing one, a table and like a um, really pretty lamp in front of the window would be pretty. Um, I know that's a hard one. You can totally run it under the rug as long as the rug goes to um, and now the and outlet closing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jamie, you're going to have to have an electrician come to your house to change out these lights yeah. if you go down to three. So ask him because I, like, like Lindsay said, I, it's actually not as hard as you think to put one in the ground if you have a basement or a crawl space. Yeah. Um, I was actually shocked because I did that a couple of years ago and it was not, no more expensive than having an outlet. You know, most electricians are going to charge yeah. by the hour. So, it's, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. It's, you know. And I always um, have, I always say, have someone quote yeah. it. Like if you're getting someone in there to quote the pendants anyway, have them quote it. And if you don't do it right away, you always know what it costs. Because people are always like freaked right. out being like, oh my gosh, electrical or custom. But if you find out what it costs first, then it's kind of, that's half the battle. And then slip covered versus performance. Um, I think both. I think that in, I think if you have a basement for the kids to go to, that's a perfect place for the slipcover. I feel like the space is a little more formal. I mean, unless you're going for like that farmhousey look, um, mm-hmm. which seems to be really popular. I think that let's be honest with yourself and have that question of how often am I going to take the slipcover off? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's not, it's mm-hmm. a pain, right? It's a pain. It's a big, it's a big job. Yeah. Um, because if you get a, a, like the ones at Ballard, uh, they're really, they're, 
tight. You know, they're accustomed to they're that, fitted, very yeah. fitted to yeah. that piece. So taking it off, washing it, letting it kind of damp, dry, putting it back on. It's a process. It's, it's going to take you most mm-hmm. of Saturday. Yeah, it's a workout. And you got to have that, mm-hmm. that trick where you put it on a little bit damp so you still have some wiggle room. Because if you dry it, then you're mm-hmm. in trouble. Yeah. But I think because Ballard and um, yeah. a lot of places make really great performance fabrics these days. And I think that um, if your kids have mm-hmm. another place to go, I mean, I know, like I said, kids can destroy anything, but I think a good, um, a little bit more formal piece. As can adults. Oh yeah, and because adult, I read Red Ryan can destroy yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the Bissell Green clean machine. Yeah. They're gonna, I, you, they better send me one or send all of us one, right? Um, <laughs> and um, it's, that can, it can be a, that can save your, your furniture. But I think this, this, this um, particular room is like itching for something uh, a little more um, not slouchy, formal. Yes. Especially if you have another place for the kids to go. I also just feel like she she knows herself and our slipcovered furniture has a look. No matter how good you are at putting it on, it's never – if you, like I am the type where like I want it to look yeah. orderly. And if my slipcover is sagging mm-hmm. or wrinkled or misshapen – it drives me nuts mm-hmm. to the point where I have a slip covered sofa right now and I'm dying to switch it out because it never looks good. I'm not, not to say that it never looks this perfect. Is, anyways, not to say, it never looks yeah, it perfect. never looks yeah. perfect. Like an upholstered, mm-hmm. you Sometimes know, people want that look. they want the, the yeah. look. right. Exactly. So I think it has its place for sure. Yes, for sure. It, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think some, you know, you're going to know your personality and whether that is something that you're okay seeing, or if that's something that's right. going to drive you bonkers. And you yeah. know, so do a little. I think this particular room that we're looking at, there's so yeah. many elements and pieces. Like you have the multiple stools, you have the multiple chairs. It's a big open living space, and I think having mm-hmm. slip covered would add to that more. Um, th- it's more visual movement in your when you're looking at it. So having mm-hmm. something that is a little um, more streamlined, like a tight sofa, yeah. would be better. So I'd say first of all, get in there and paint paint the walls. Let's get some like fresh coat of white paint on the walls to start with. You can always change the color, but I would say paint it white if it's a big room. Um, get two of like the same rugs, one for the dining space and one for the living space. It could be different sizes um, just to, to, he- to cohesively. I mean, obviously they can be different. You could like, if you get, let's say you got like a sisal rug or something like a natural for the dining room and for the living room, you could always layer the living room with like um, like a Persian or something um, to bring that, that in there. Um, but that kind of starts your cohesive base and then you can kind of build from there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, I know this is not her furniture, but I feel like if she's going to have wooden dining chairs, like if, I don't love how what it, in this room, like she's got wooden stools and wooden chairs. Like she needs to have like something that has a little fabric to it, like something for softness. Again, I know this is fabric or texture, just, like a, like a, um, a, good a natural yeah. weave. Um, stool or something exactly. or yeah, yeah or, um, or the, the chairs that have like at least a fabric seat she's got a good base good luck yeah, congrats on your house Amy good luck very exciting yeah yes definitely cool Lindsay can you tell everyone where to find you follow you see your work all that sure. good stuff um, you can find me on Instagram I'm at um, LEB Interiors I had to, to think about that for a sec um, or you can find me on my <laughs> website which is LEB hyphen interiors um, or you can find me around Boston, or if it's in the summer, you can find me in Maine. Um, yeah, you can find me all over and, and hit web. I'd love to chat. So thanks. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Nice it was really fun. Thank you for having me. This is like so much fun. 
And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcastballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time. Happy Happy decorating. decorating.